episode description. Um, but just know that all I ever ask for is that you just come and hang out. That's really all I could ask. And uh, honestly, I got love and appreciation for everybody who turns up here. However, we have an additional thank you to dish out today. And allow me to dish this thank you to today's video sponsor. Today's video is brought to you by Into the AM. And I have to say that since I've gotten my hands on these shirts, I've been wearing them every single day. The material is smooth and soft and fits your body well. The designs are all absolutely amazing. And I've got to say that wearing these shirts as a creator makes me feel invigorated. So if you guys want to look fresh and want to look slick, go ahead and click that link in the episode description below at intotheam.com slash the lodge. Again, that's intotheam.com slash the lodge. The link is in the description below. They're also currently running a bundle deal that allows you to get three graphic tees for $60. But if you click the link below in the description, you will get an additional 10% off. So again, if you like what you see, and if you think that the clothes I'm wearing now are fresh, head to intotheam.com slash the lodge, get your 10% off, look really slick, and harness that creative spirit. So there we have it. Again, into the AM. And I am wearing, I am wearing this owl shirt. For those who joined us for the Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement streams, you know why this owl is appropriate. But anyway, into the AM, uh, you know, I got to talk with them. They're really cool. All the designs they have are awesome. And it's really, even in the little time I've worked with them, it's been a pleasure working with them. However, without further ado... Allow me to introduce today's episode. We're going to be talking about none other than the Moon Man himself, Syax. Who, you know, I, I love this character because I feel like he's kind of a roller coaster. You know, you have reasons to love him. You have uh, reasons to hate him. And honestly, his design is really cool too. Uh, that being said, that being said, first let's dish another thank you to the Sage of the Lodge, Orpheus Joshua who uh, brought us a translation of this character file, another Sage of the Lodge. Um, we're going to do things a little bit differently than the Demix episode. For those of you who tuned into like the Demix podcast, uh, the one about Demix, you know, we read the character file and then I really kind of just dove into a lot of my thoughts, brought some things up. What I actually want to do with Syax is I, I have a few scenes I actually want to play on the podcast to discuss. So we're going to be doing things a little bit different here. Uh, but I want to give a lot of love and shout out to everyone we have in the chat so far. So a lot of love to Stilette, Charlotte, the Lady of the Lodge, Daisy, the Dude, Adonai, Stilette, Patari, Yosuke, uh, Bond of the Eternal Flames. Anybody else? The Dude. I think I said the Dude. Kevin! Here comes Kevin is here. The Master of Masters 37, Wills, Word, a Sage of the Lodge. Uh, Addison Sanders. Thank you, everybody who's hanging out. Uh, so look, let's get started here. I see Joel, a Sage of the Lodge, is here for the Syak sandwich. I also want to give you major props, Joel, for having Timon as your picture right there. Timon is the best. Anyway, so here's what we're going to do. First things first, I want to read his character file, because I think that's a great way to open things up. And then I kind of want to just talk about the character from A to B. We'll, we'll go to the beginning of his chronology and work our way all the way into Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh... That being said, let's read this character file, see what, see what it's got to show for us, and uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get discussing. So Syx's story, say what you will. Ultimately, what is a heart? What are friends? Is there any meaning to making connections with your heart? One second. Just need to fix that. Perfect. The fact that it's lovely to be here probably means that I've made a connection. 
eating ice cream in this calm atmosphere by the usual sunset is lovely. So I think this is coming from, uh, if any of you are familiar with the Kingdom Hearts 3 end credits scene, where Cyx is hanging out with Axel and, and uh, Roxas and Shion and Hayner, Pence, and Olette. That's, that's what this is being drawn from. This is really his perspective from that moment in the post credit scene. So, allow me to continue. What does it mean to be in the organization? And what is a heart? I wonder what you're thinking next to me. I haven't heard your thoughts, but I can guess. And he's referring to Axel here. I'm guessing that you're feeling a few painful things in your chest. And at the same time, warm things. After all, those are all proper things for Keyblade heroes to feel. I, I think it's also pretty cool that Saix acknowledges Axel as a Keyblade hero. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, moving on. All those feelings in your... Wait, did I say that right? Yeah. All those feelings in your chest are both sweet and salty, just like the flavors of the sea salt ice cream. It was my plan to gather replicas to atone, but I don't know for whom I'm atoning. It's possible that I'm doing this for myself. Back then, we felt like we could do anything. We thought we could save that girl. That girl being Subject X, by the way, we're going to talk <coughs> all about that. We're going to talk all about that. Adonai, no, this is from, and people can correct me if I'm wrong. To me, this appears to be from the Kingdom Hearts 3 credit scene. Uh, not necessarily days, the scene where he's on the clock tower with everybody. Okay, back then we felt like we could do anything. We thought we could save that girl. I don't know why we felt that way. At some point, the tears under your eyes vanished, and you made other friends and laughed alongside them. After a while, I became selfish and turned into a foolish person. Even so, no matter where we were, you were always the same. That's why we're sitting here side by side, watching the sunset, eating sea salt ice cream. You're ultimately still a crybaby, but you don't need the marks anymore. It seemed like you didn't need me either. Yes, I thought that you didn't need, I thought that I didn't need you with me anymore. That's why I sacrificed myself to that man. If you didn't need me, then I no longer held meaning. However, reality is different. It wasn't about whether I needed or not. If I could just connect to others, hearts would be enough. Next to me are Roxas and Shion, laughing, and the Twilight Town children with them, and they're all a bit loud. Your eyes squint as you laugh along with them. Your gaze is warm and pleasant. I eat sweet and salty ice cream by your side. When we ate it at Radiant Garden, the taste was the same. I expect we'll be eating ice cream in the future, just as we have in the past. That's your specialty, crybaby. Despite everything, our eyes take in the sunset. So... You know, a lot of this is just showing you that Isa now, because now that he's been recompleted, has made peace. Has made peace not just with Axel, but with pretty much everything that took place in Twilight Town. Whether it be the Twilight Town gang or Roxas, Shion, everything that's taken place and transpired, it appears that Isa has made peace with that and can now laugh alongside all these other people. Uh, it doesn't give us too much insight about what the future of he, his character holds, other than the discussions of Subject X. And I can't help but feel like that's going to be huge. Because this is something they've been building up for a long time. Now, you don't build up Subject X and not resolve it in Kingdom Hearts 3, Remind Melody and Memory, unless you have some plans for Axel and Isa. It's so weird I'm going to be calling him Axel and him Isa. But anyway, I do think Isa is a better name than Saix. But needless to say, needless to say... With Subject X literally being at the top of the list of mysteries in Kingdom Hearts, 
I think it makes it quite obvious that ISA, not just Axel, will be huge in the future. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm inclined to think about, remember when Nomura said in a recent interview, Tetsuya Nomura, the series creator, said in a recent interview that he brought Roxas and Shion back due to their popularity. That the initial story he wrote didn't have them coming back, but he saw how much love the fan base had for them, that he wrote new scenarios for Kingdom Hearts 3 and the future that involved them. But that's not something that we need to know, ignore. Even though they're now in the story here with us, and even though now they're going to be with us moving on in the future, we can't just ignore that they were not a part of the original scenarios. So what that says to me is that when it comes to Axel's future, Axel's future is much likely going to have much more to do about Isa than it will be Roxas and Shion. I think it's more likely Roxas and Shion start to kind of do their own thing. Not that Axel won't be part of that trio forever. But I really think the future of Axel is going to be Isa and this whole Subject X subplot that's going on. Um, so even though they've been included now, I think it's worth mentioning that Nomura's original plans most likely were for Axel and Isa to kind of move forward together. All right. So that's going to pretty much just do it for the character file. Again, this is really just reaffirming that Isa has made peace and can kind of slip into the gang. But not so much about the future other than everything with Subject X. And, you know, who knows, right? Roxas and Shion could have a lot to do with Subject X. And, you know, maybe we can get on the, get into this on the later end of the podcast down the line. But honestly, I think Shion, if Scold is Subject X, right? Now, I know there's there's two camps, right? It, it, it's Scold is Subject X or Ava is Subject X. Those are like the two main camps right now. But if Scold is Subject X, that might explain why Shion looks the way she does. Who knows? If I'll leave it at that. Anyway, let's uh, want to move into this uh, little Psyx B-roll we had here. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to uh, point out, a fun little fact. Where is it? Do, 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 right here. Let me dial this back a little bit, actually. So this word right here, adjutant, I don't know if you guys could see it. So this is a word I never knew existed until Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts has taught me a number of words, mind you. But this word adjutant, it, it kind of means to be like second in command to a commanding officer or to kind of be the assistant to a commanding officer. And, you know, when we think about Isa, obviously that's a role that he continuously slipped into over and over, right? Whether, you know, you know m more often than not with Master Xehanort and Xemnas, you know? Um, so I thought that was very cool. And I wonder though, right? That's the other thing. That's the other thing. <laughs> Mentioning that he's an adjutant, right? And showing how easily he slips into this role of being the assistant to the commander, it makes you wonder, did Isa have a role like this in his past life? Like before he became a nobody, was that kind of a role he often slipped into? Kind of like a second-in-command officer? Who knows? I'll let that keep rolling for now. Um, let's catch up with the chat a little bit before we move forward. Stilette says, also ran, was also wild to hear. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a phrase slash word I heard for the first time in Kingdom Hearts. M.A. says, I lean on both sides for the subject X debate. I'm on the same boat. I'm in the same boat, Maria. By the way, I don't know if you saw Maria. We're rocking, we're rocking the owl today. We're rocking the owl today. Adonai says, also ran, took me for a loop. Yeah, all of us. All of us were on Google within minutes. 
Silver Dash says, JRPGs always being thrown big words around. That's why we love them. That's why we love them. Can you rearrange the word Subject X into name of some kind? I don't think you could rearrange it into anything, but I always wondered if maybe we're all being really stupid and it's not, it hasn't been Subject X this whole time. It's actually been Subject Key. Who knows? Ava being Subject X would be wild. It would be crazy and who knows? Maybe Ava's a blonde and that's why Naminé was blonde because Ava's in Kyrie's heart. Who knows? Not saying that's a thing and I have no evidence to back it up. Just spitballing. Today's episode's about Isa, baby. Um, but let, let's uh, let's circle back on the on that blue-haired weirdo that we love so much. So one thing I wanted to bring up um, is that I actually see a lot of parallels between Isa, Axel, and Riku and Sora. And you know maybe I can boot this ahead a little bit here. Perfect. And this is one of the scenes I actually want to go over eventually too. But first, I wanted to talk about the fact that. Isa and Axel and Sora and Riku actually have a lot of overlap. I'm not saying that Isa is like Riku, and I'm not saying that Axel is like Sora. But consider that speech between Sora and Riku at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Where they're kind of admitting to each other, you know, that, you know, Riku was jealous of him, and, you know, Sora always looked up to him because he was always better at stuff. You know, that jealousy that kind of ruined Riku, for lack of a better term, that, that jealousy that tainted him, that made him susceptible to the dark, right? When he saw Sora go off with Donald and Goofy and, and you know, Sora took the Keyblade from him and he felt like the rightful owner. Um, it's kind of interesting to me that that whole friendship dynamic kind of dealt with a sort of like brotherly, like a, a sibling rivalry kind of jealousy, right? Between Sora and Riku. We see the same thing with um, Isa and Axel, Right? We see the same thing during, um, and we'll break this down later because this is a scene I want to look at too. But in, you know, Syx's death scene in Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, when he talks about, you know, actually I think I can boot us over there. He talks about being jealous of, uh, of Axel and how he ran off and made other friends, you know, because, you know, you have to think about it, right? You know, it's so easy. I remember being younger and playing through days. And, you know, playing through Kingdom Hearts 2. And just feeling like Saix was such a freaking asshole. And to be fair, he does act like an asshole. But then you get to know him and you, you see what's going on. You know, that him and Axel made friends with a girl in Radiant Garden. That girl went missing. So they started cozying up to the organization so that they could try to find her. Right? That was their mission statement. That was their goal as a team. Was that they, they were going to work in this organization, do whatever means needed to be done so that they could find their friend, right? You don't get much more Kingdom Hearts than that. You don't get much more than Kingdom Hearts than that. Axel and Saix wanting to find their friend. So they get tied up in the organization. Saix says he's gonna kiss butt and rise through the ranks. Meanwhile, um, oh, it looks like the chat is frozen, actually, because I think I see the chat is pumping on YouTube. Oh, there it goes. Okay, just needed to load. So anyway, you know, they had this mission to look for her and to find her. And somewhere along the way, Axel gave up. You know, he met Roxas and Shion. And they became his new friends. And that kind of drove Saix crazy. And that drove him into madness and drove him into darkness, as it would anybody. You know, here was his best friend. And they were going to work together to try to find Subject X. And Axel gave up and went and, went and made other friends. So Saix got bitter, and he got jealous, and he got vengeful. 
because he just wanted to find his friend. And not only could he not find his friend, but the one friend he felt he could count on not only was abandoning that mission, but he himself felt abandoned. And you saw in 358 over two days that like they got really upset with each other. And like they fought a lot. You see them kind of collaborating and working together. But by the time you get to the end where all the conflict starts to happen with Shion, they get really, really upset with one another. Let me see if I can pull up some day scenes. But they were buddies, you know? And this was something they were working together on. So, you know, it's easy to hate on him in the beginning. But once you really get to know him and what's going on, you feel for him. There's a freaking X on his face. He just wants his friend back, man. Just like all the other characters. So just like Riku was jealous of Sora and that kind of twisted him, the same thing's kind of going on with Saiyax here. You know? The same thing's going on with him. By the way, what up, Lands? I see you in the chat. I see you in the chat, Mr. Lands and Corey. But imagine. See, here's a good way to conceptualize it. Here's a good way to conceptualize it. Imagine in Kingdom Hearts 1 that instead of looking for Kairi, Sora just wanted to play with Donald and Goofy, right? Imagine once Sora met Donald and Goofy, he stopped caring about Kairi. And to be honest, that was Riku's fear, right? That was actually Riku's fear. Um, but imagine that's what actually happened. And that's kind of what Isa is seeing, you know? Which I always found to be absolutely, absolutely wild. But I think this friendship between... Axel and Isa is one of the most important in the series. Because that's growing up, right? You, you know, you have your friends and you grow up together and you, you have dreams together and you want to do all these things. But eventually, and you know, this is just part of life, is you, you grow into your own goals. You grow into your own dreams. You know, at times you can, you know, collaborate to a degree. But essentially you grow into your own person and you, you have your own desires and your, your own values. And, you know... Maybe Axel didn't want to spend the rest of his life looking for someone he might never find when he had two friends who he genuinely, genuinely enjoyed being around here. Meanwhile, you had Isa, who's trying to protect the one friendship he did have and trying to recover this lost friendship. And again, now that all this is, you know, so tied to Subject X, as Chris Burns is saying here in the chat, what's going on, Chris? Um, seeing as all this is tied to Subject X, I, I can't wait to see more of these two. I, I can't wait to see what kind of Keyblade... Ice is going to get, because he's got to get a Keyblade, right? He's not just going to let Axel be the Keyblade guy. But you know what? There was a scene I definitely wanted to watch. Let me see if I can find it. Perfect. This was the one I wanted to watch. Let's wait. Okay, so this scene is a, it's a scene with the organization where they're all hanging out. And uh, the, there's a lot more than just Psyx going on here. Uh, this is one of those scenes where you look back and suddenly everything is different. So I think we'll have a lot of fun watching this. Um, let me make, just make sure that I have the, I'll be able to hear it. Yeah, I will, okay. I think we'll have a lot of fun watching this. Let me see this. Perfect, okay. Let's let her rip. Iso will get a Keyblade, says Yosuke. I think so too. I think it's inevitable. But uh, I'm gonna let this rip. I might pause it here and there because there's just so much in this scene. I'll, I'll pause on the way to Isa. But there, there's so much in this scene, so I'm, I'm gonna let it rip. If it's the scene that I think it is, I might get it wrong, but here we go. Let me turn this up for you guys. Do my eyes deceive me? 
Does he really have the power to wield the Keyblade? He's nothing but a boy. Give him a chance. It means he's straight as an arrow. He's pure of heart. Unlike all of us here. He had better be. Or else he's worthless. I truly hope he's enjoying himself on his adventure. <laughs> Maybe he'd like a hand to determine his fate. Maybe he'd like a hand to determine his fate? Could turn the tables. Know what I'm saying? Could turn the tables. And we knew how big fate was in Kingdom Hearts 3. This isn't anything new. Other people have brought this up before, but I, I can never look away from this one in particular, seeing how much I love uh, Luke Sword. But let's, uh, let's, let's keep this rolling now. Hey, as long as it works in our favor. And then there's that, right? Okay, so now, you know, people are suspicious that maybe Demix and Luke Sword might be connected. And then right away, Demix looks right at Luke Sword and says, as long as it works in our favor. Again, I don't really have any evidence that they could be connected, but due to process of elimination, it's looking more and more possible. But let's keep it rolling. We can let him do what he wants for now. Then we'll all jump in if needed. Those are bold words coming from you. Are you saying you'll volunteer to take care of it if things go wrong? Huh? What? Me? No, you have the wrong guy. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> you act as though you have a conscience. When was the last time any one of us felt anything? I love his voice so much, and I actually miss hearing from him. Love his voice. Going on. Truer words were never spoken. Well, I suppose the fun will have to wait. Do you know what happens to those who lose their true purpose? You're right here. Inevitably, they destroy themselves. Gentlemen. And let me pause right there. Let me pause right there. What happens to those who lose their purpose? They destroy themselves. What's funny, what I really like about that line is because, and again, Kingdom Hearts is so good at this because there's a double meaning there, right? On one hand, right there, he's talking about Axel because he sees Axel who's abandoned Subject X, right? He's abandoned their initial mission and he sees that as he's destroying himself. He's leading himself into his demise. He betrayed the organization. There's now a price on his head. When he first says that, he's referring to Axel. But in a way, that foreshadows Isa. That foreshadows the way his arc ends. Because when Axel leaves him, whether it be to hang out with Roxas and, and Shion, or if he joins the Guardians when he gets recompleted as Lee, there's... there's that's when he, that's when Sayek starts to destroy himself. So it kind of goes both ways, where initially he's speaking about Axel and what's happening in the moment, but actually it references the way his arc ends in Kingdom Hearts 3 when he loses his purpose and evidently sort of destroys himself by basically just submitting to the organization. Um, you know, he had his ulterior motives the whole time. That's the thing that's cool. He did have his desire to atone. That was there. Are we going to watch all organization meetings? Not all of them, but I'll get to the end of this particular scene. Um, you know, and that's what's cool about him too, is he was always kind of conflicted. But in a way, he did refer to himself. In a way, this is, he wasn't referring to himself, but this foreshadows what happens to him when he evidently destroys himself upon losing meaning. But let's, uh, let's keep this rolling. The hero of the Keyblade 
has embarked on a new adventure. Make sure it is one he will remember. Now go. I think there's something at the end here, if I'm not mistaken. There's something at the end here. Yep. Nope. Got it wrong. All right, let's uh, shut that Impressive. down. Impressive. All right. But that is a, uh, that's a scene that stands out to me. Just because there were little nuggets of the future, right? Zigbar showed his hand, right? You saw, you saw a little bit of Lushu in there. Zigbar sort of showed his hand. Uh, Luke sort of showed his hand. Um, Demix in a way, but we, we kind of knew his deal a little bit in the sense that he was more timid. He's more timid and doesn't really want to get his hands dirty. Uh, Syx, don't, uh, let me, uh, let's catch up with the chat here. Let's see what you guys think. Corey Coleman says, Syx, don't be reckless. Do you want to end up like Riku? Exa yeah, there we go again, Corey. There it is again, the parallel between the two. Stilette says, I think we'll get more Dylan in the future. I think Radiant Garden isn't done yet. I would agree. I, I think Radiant Garden still has a role to play, and I'd be willing to bet it'll have something to do with Subject X. See, Will's word says, haha, sorry, didn't remember Chain of Memories. Yeah, I get it. Like, make sure it's one he'll remember. Terrell Bragg says, I remember this one video about the organization meeting, but it's a Discord call. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel like that might be Bioroxis. I might have that wrong. LZ Payne says, Zaldin is underrated. Very underrated. And I loved that voice actor. Joel Brooking says, losing his purpose was worse than being a nobody. Absolutely. That'll tear you out more. Okay. Let's see. Adonai says, even though they don't look alike, I'm still all in on the Demix equals Prompto. You know, as far as a character trope might go, at the very least, that might round up. <laughs> Luke Sword implying his thoughts and everything. Yeah, no, Luke Sword really, man. He's out here for a good time. Yuzora said it was Faith that brought us here. Just saying. Ooh. Well, I'm glad you said that. Now, let me tell... Oh, 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 I'm glad we're at this scene. I'm glad we're at this scene. Okay. So... I wanted to bring this one up too, because this is another thing that I think makes the Saix character great, is he understands hearts, right? Let's see. Let's roll this scene. Let me roll this back and roll this. I don't care about any of that. Just let me into the realm of darkness, okay? If it's Kyrie you're worried about, don't. We're taking very good care of her. And there's even a point, and I think it's in Kingdom Hearts 2, where Isa, and maybe it's in Days, where he mentions that what makes nobody special is they remember what it was like to have hearts. Therefore, they know how to injure them. They know how to hurt them. And that's what I really like about this scene, because it shows you just how, like, that he's a special kind of cold and sadistic. You know what I mean? That he's so bitter about his situation he will take it out on anyone and everyone. Let me, let's, let's let it roll. Take me to her. Is she that important to you? Yeah, more than anything. Show me how important. Please. So you really do care for her. In that case, it's intense. The answer is no. <laughs> makes it you run. Makes it sting, man. Are you angry? 
Makes it sting! You That's what he's me? doing. Then take that rage and direct it at the heartless. I'm telling you, he's cold, sadistic, manipulative. It's what made him such a good villain. It's what made him easy to hate at first. But it makes it so rewarding to love him looking back. Because man, what a change. Right? Like ultimately, that's one thing we do love to see in Kingdom Hearts, right? You want to see a character change. What's the point in telling the story about hearts if a dark heart doesn't go light? Or if you can't take a heart like Isa's that's so tainted and damaged and bitter and flip it on its head like we see in the character file. Let's see here. Kevin says, when he says, I know how to injure a heart, he says it because he remembers the pain of losing his friends and knows that would hurt Sora because he was hurt the same way. Exactly. And that these are things where in the moment, right? When, when, when you first played Kingdom Hearts 2 and you had no idea who Subject X was, you didn't have this context. And this is something I love so much about the series is now that we have this context, suddenly this character is elevated so much. And when you see him acting this way, it's no longer, oh, he's just an asshole. It's, man, he's really hurt. And the whole thing with Subject X and Axel and Roxas and Shion, it really hurt him. And again, that's just something that's so, so cool to see uh, looking back. Stilette says he has to put on the biggest front and biggest front in front of them all and he does a great job at it yeah that's such a great point too Stilette is like a lot of the time he's performing right and he, he this is brought to light at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 when he's sort of the last organization member standing and he basically says to Zemnis like hey so can I end this charade can I end this charade and when he says yes he's like oh that's the happiest thing I could or that's the best thing you could have said something along those lines Subject X gave his character some depth. Absolutely. And, you know, we'll never know. But, you know, seeing how well all this fits, I have to imagine Nomura had these ideas for a very, very long time. He mentions as far as, like, storyboarding and, like, planning out the story. He kind of does two games at a time. But I imagine he had a lot of the lore and the origin in his head. Because that Subject X thing, man, it just fits together too well. He's got the X on his head and everything. Oh, man. Kevin says, coming back after KH3. Damn, Sykes, I feel you. That's what I'm saying. You come back and now you really feel for him. And it's it, we were going over it a little bit earlier, but now days is not so easy. It's a little more complex where it's like, you know, Axel's got a big heart, but it's like, hey, man, you are leaving him behind. And I know he's being a dick, but Sykes was the kind of guy who was like, the ends justify the means. He was willing to commit dark means or, you know, wicked means to reach, to reach his ends of uh, getting Subject X back. Which I guess, you know what, this might be a good time to talk about Subject X. Let me get to that Kingdom Hearts 3 scene. Let's see. Here we go. Riding through the Psy-X story. Here we go. This is the other scene I wanted to watch. And these are the kind of scenes that I often think are very much overlooked in um, Kingdom Hearts 3. But let's let this one rock. And let me be clear, we're gonna talk about Subject X right now, because um, we're already at 35 minutes, so we're gonna open up the uh, chat to questions soon. So I do definitely wanna get on Subject X right now, as I do think that is the most important thing about Psyx's character. It's what drives his motivations, it's what drives his tragedy, and it's literally what the future of his character is going to entail. So, 
as much as we can look back and talk about these cool sort of character development scenes and, you know, looking at the character in a retrospective lens, knowing what we know now, when we look ahead, it, it's all going to be subject X, man. So I want to roll this scene because I, I really think this is a scene that gets overlooked in Kingdom Hearts 3 a lot. I think it's one of the scenes where Saix's mask comes off, right? We love Saix because he's good at being an asshole. He, he's, um, he's, he's brutal. He's brutal and he's cold. But this is a scene where the mask comes off, you know? And we get to see the real Saix, the Isa of it all. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that before we play this scene. But I'll, uh, I'll shut my mouth now. Let's let it roll. I remember just seeing this choked me up. Like, just seeing him like that. I just want to say, first time I ever played this game. Seeing my boy like that, man. That hurt. That hurt. Seeing him like this. Oof. And that's why, in a way, in a way, like, Isa kind of saves him here. Like, Saix, I keep going back and forth. You'll have to deal with me. Blame Nomura, okay? Anyway, um... Saix really saves him here. He's having a rough time. Like, he's having a really rough time. And even though Saix's appearance kind of bothers him, it does, like, snap him out of it. Like a good friend. But anyway, let's, uh, let's let that roll. Well, Roxas, I should have been there for you by now. But here we are. Shouldn't you say goodbye to your real home? I just want to say, I feel like that means that Isa went looking for him in Radiant Garden first. That, like, first he went to Radiant Garden thinking that's where he would be before the big fight. And, it was, and then came here after the fact. Might just be my stupid headcanon, but thought I'd share it with you guys. Why? I'm not here to fight. Relax. Again, the mask comes off. What's going on, Noxfugel? Um, but yeah, this I, I just love this. I love when characters do that. I love when characters do that, when they can just take the mask off for a second. Let's let it roll. Hey! You can't eat all this. <laughs> Why did you buy three of them? One for Roxas? And two for good luck? I don't know. Because I felt like it, okay? Why are you here? Got it memorized? Back when we were still friends, we used to sneak into the castle. Yeah. And we made a friend there, a girl. We apprenticed to Ansem the Wise to rescue her. Yeah, and we failed. One day she was just gone. And we're not just going to ignore that, by the way. The one day she was just gone. Because there's some dialogue coming up that I think alludes to that a little more. You gave up. Oof! I did not give up. One day we're apprentices. The next, Anson the Wise is up and vanished. The day after, we're nobodies. Now I have to wonder... 
When exactly did Subject X vanish? You see, you kind of see his timeline there a little bit. You kind of see his timeline there a little bit. Where he's like, one day she was just gone. And then goes into, one day we were his apprentices. One day Ansem the Wise is gone. And the day after, we're nobodies. Is this like a continual string of events? Was this just like a really bad week in Radiant Garden? We're like, bam, Subject X goes missing. Bam, uh, Ansem the Wise goes missing. Bam, his whole castle just got turned into nobodies. Man, rough week. Rough week in Radiant Garden. Anyway, keep it rolling. Day after that, we're doing icky jobs for Xemnas. And you see that? It's almost like everything is happening day by day by day by day. Like Subject X go, like they apprentice under Ansem the Wise, and then Subject X goes missing, and then Ansem the Wise goes missing. Now this is, I'm gonna wait, actually before I ramble, I gotta let the scene finish. I gotta let the scene finish, then I'll get into my rambles. Let's keep it going. I couldn't keep up with you. Following Xehanort's nobody was the only way to discover what happened to her. She was his lab rat. So, you found her? I helped you rise up the ranks, so I hope it paid off. I'm afraid not. Nary a trace. Quadratum, maybe. Maybe that means quadratum? I don't know. There's not a trace. Nary a trace. I don't know any character that flew closer to the sun than Syx. If there was a trace of Subject X in this reality... He would have found it. Moving on. I started to wonder if we'd imagined her. Like fiction? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I gotta let it finish. Maybe she never existed. And then, in time, I awakened to a new purpose. I realized I could be stronger. <laughs> well then, you blew it. Wise up already and just quit. Face it, Roxas is just like our other friend. Gone forever. You need to accept that. You wish. I'm getting her back. All of them. Especially Roxas. I'm even dragging you home. I love, I, that's a, that's a line. I'm even dragging you home. That's a line that gave me chills and made my heart sink the first time I played this game. Especially because right after he says it, and this is why production is important. If I'm not mistaken, the music just draw, like go, like you, I'll let it go. The marks under your eyes, they're gone. There it is. <laughs> yeah, don't need them. Always told you they'd stop you from crying, the upside down tears. Would you get lost? I'll, I'll clobber you tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I love Axel, man. Less. I love him. <sighs> see, those two are great, man. I'd love to see the two of them interact more. Honestly. Okay. Let's roll that back a little bit. And let's get let's talk a little Subject X here, alright? Let's talk a little. It wouldn't be a Psyx episode if we weren't talking Subject X. All right. Okay. And here we are. 
All right, chat, let's see what you had to feel about this. Kevin Ribeiro says, I feel like she's in the world of fiction and Sora's going to be the one to trace the connection between Sykes and Axel to mend the hurt they're both feeling. I Yeah, honestly, that that would be cool too, honestly, if Sora were to bump into them in Quadratum. Let's see. Also, Neri, I didn't know about that word before Kingdom Hearts. Who else? Or am I dumb? I knew about it, but it's not a common word and it's not a word I think I ever use. Who took Subject X? Probably Lushu. And actually, actually, I'm glad you asked that because that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Elzy oh, Payne says, read mine. I'll indulge you, Elzy Payne. Xehanort was forced to let Subject X go because of Ansem the Wise. And Xehanort did the experiment on himself. Then the split happened. Let me read that again. Elzy Payne says, Xehanort was forced to let Subject X go because of Ansem the Wise. And Xehanort did the experiment on himself. Then the split happened. Oh! You know, I... I might have to look into that more. Elsie Payne, if you have anything else to, to add to that, that's cool. That is cool. But, um... Oh, what was I going to say? That was the other thing. So, one, if Subject X is anywhere, I have to imagine they're probably in Quadratum. But here's the thing that tipped me off, right? So, Axel mentions, right? Oh, one day she was just gone, right? One day, uh, we stormed, the, we, we're, we're, we made friends with her. The, the next day, we're apprentices. The next day, Ansem the Wise is gone. Uh, the next day, we're nobodies. The next day, we're doing icky jobs for Xemnas. You know, looking at that timeline, it makes me wonder, was it because Axel, I think this, is, I think this was the reason, I think because Axel and Isa were befriending Subject X, that's why they had to get rid of her. That's why they had to get rid of her. Because for whatever reason, they couldn't have that be going on. Right? Because it can't be a coincidence, right? There's not a lot of time where they apprenticed under Ansem the Wise. It's a very small block of time. Especially if you take Axel's timeline in this conversation uh, quite literally. But there's not a lot of time there. So it's like they met this girl and then like right within first meeting her, it seems like boom, she was gone. And you know, it's typically we could blame Lushu, right? Zigbar Lushu, probably responsible for that. So did he see that these two were befriending her and saw how that might create a problem? And again, just like Sayek says in the scene too, nary a trace. Nary a trace? Almost like she's, uh, maybe she's completely imaginary. I don't know. There's just a lot of language used in this scene between the two of them that make me think and speculate all kinds of things about Subject X. Oh boy. Daisy says, I don't know why Master Xehanort kills Kyrie in front of Sora and also that's pretty messed up. He does it to motivate Sora to uh, basically... Get him to use the power of waking. You know, or initially, and this is what I love so much about Kingdom Hearts, right? You have those like sort of double meanings, right? Where it was a motivation for him to clash with Xehanort to forge the final key, right? And in that sense, it was true. But it was also true that by killing Kyrie, it gave Sora the proper motivation to commit that nature taboo, propelling him all the way into Quadratum. Okay. Knoxville Gale says they must have met here after birth by sleep. Right before the Xehanort and Kyrie scene in Melody of Memory. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I really think, I'd imagine that what happened with Kyrie, right? That Kyrie scene from Melody and Memory we got, I imagine that's probably right after she met Aqua, right? Because Xehanort's a smart guy. He has an eye for these things. And I bet you once Aqua bequeathed that Keyblade to Kyrie, or once that connection happened, or rather once Aqua cast that spell on her, Xehanort was able to pick that up. Oh, yo, we got a super chat. We got a super chat for Gummy Phone. Says, $5, by the way. Thank you, my good man. Says, you can ad-lib Shion for Subject X. Like the conversation merges around almost having imagined her. Subject X's data may have been used to create Shion. Ooh. Ooh, I really like this. Gummy Phone. I really like what you're on there. Huh. You know, I always, all my rumors or all my theories pertaining to Subject X and Shion, they'd only been based around um, really the appearance being somewhat similar. But this idea that they had her data, that they had the Subject X data, hmm. That makes me think. But then where would they, hmm. Well, anyway, while I think that over, ladies and gentlemen, take this opportunity that if you don't, make sure you follow Gummy Phone over on YouTube. If you like what he just dropped in the chat and think he has a great theory mind, he's got plenty of great theories over on YouTube. So whether you're on YouTube or Twitch, check out Gummy Phone. My man drops all kinds of theories and he's got a good mind for it. But man, that's got me thinking. That's really got me thinking. Because, yeah, like, Vexen had all that data, right? And they and she did come from Castle Oblivion, which we're going to talk Castle Oblivion. We're going to talk Castle Oblivion. We have to. Because it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Like, take for instance, right? And, like... For those of you who watched the stream yesterday, I said I was going to upload a Marluxia video today. That didn't happen. I'm still working on it. It just needed more work. Um, so that'll come tomorrow. But something interesting about that. Castle Oblivion seems to draw in dandelions. Right? Ventus was down there. Ventus, so think about it. Ventus, a dandelion, was hid in Castle Oblivion. Marluxia, a dandelion, was appointed the head of Castle Oblivion. Larxene, Elrena, another dandelion, was not only sent to Castle Oblivion, she died there. Like, it just seems like Castle Oblivion has a knack for sort of orbiting the dandelions. So if Shion is connected to Skald, and Shion having been uh, born and created in Castle Oblivion, it makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder. Let's keep going. OMG, they were all there from the start. That's what, yeah, Gummy Phone, yeah, no. The Dandelions in Castle Oblivion. For some reason. Like, who are we missing? Like, Brain, right? Who we got to fit in there? Brain, Ephemer. And Ephemer, the closest you could get is Xehanort. I'm not sure you could do that. LZ Payne says, read Kingdom Hearts 3, Secret Report 3 and 4. 
Okay, it's about subject. That's right, that is the subject X one. Let's do that. You know what, LZ Payne? I am glad you are here. That was a great suggestion. Kingdom Hearts 3 Secret Reports. And I'll pull that up. I'll pull this up all on screen, too. Secret Report 3. So Kingdom Hearts 3, right? Okay, let's pull this in over here. And uh, let's switch us back to... Over here. Okay. Let's see. Chat. Castle Oblivion and Land of Departure. They are mirrors of sorts. Also makes you wonder about the connecting points. And then it makes you wonder, like, if... You know, seeing as Castle Oblivion and Land of Departure kind of operate as this mirror. Maybe that's why Shion was a mirror too. You know, maybe there's like a la there's a piece of Castle Oblivion and Land of Departure in her. Oh, Silver Dash! It goes further when you consider it was the Land of Departure originally with Ventus, a dandelion, and Eric is Xehanort, who are from Scala. That's right. All the dandelions. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. There it is. They're all there. Silver Dash just put the icing on the cake. They're all there. They're all there. That is cool. Yeah, bat okay, so when it's Land of Departure, you have Xehanort and Ericus, which are Ephemer and Brain. And then Xehanort brings Ventus in, another dandelion. Then it gets turned into Castle Oblivion, where Lorium and Elrena are running the show and meet their ends. That's kind of crazy. The only one missing is Scald. The only one missing is Scald. And if she's connected to Shion, then it's all there. Right? Are we missing anyone? I don't think so. Anyway, while I'm on and on about that, this comes to us from kingdomhearts.fandom.com, so shout out to them. Let's read Secret Report 3. Subject was found in the central square shortly after dawn. Which, isn't that where Terra was found? Terra Nort, rather? Anyway. Female. Approximately 15 years old. After seven days of observation, she spoke her first words. But could not provide a name. I almost wonder if the same thing is happening to Sora in unreality. Right? Anyway. Subject exhibits signs of profound amnesia and displays concern about which world this is. This is pro- Imagine this is what's happening to Sora in KH4. Anyway. Her words suggest that she departed her home world with others, though she cannot recall the names of her erstwhile companions. All efforts to explore those memories have met with a rejection response. You see, her words suggest that she departed her home world with others. That's the line right there, by the way, that has me on Team Scald still. I still think Team Ava could work. I'm just not sure Ava would word it that way. You know? Starlight. It was the starlight that was her medium. Yeah, the starlight keyblade could technically qualify as her medium. Whoa. Whoa, okay. After his initial experiments on me, Anton the Wise ceased his research into the heart. His hand stayed by some fear I cannot fathom. He saw something. That... Hmm. Anyway. Yet this new subject is like me, devoid of memories. She is the perfect sample upon which to continue my master's work. She too could benefit from it by traversing the heart, 
we have a direct path into memory. I myself have begun to reclaim my lost past thanks to these very experiments. Who is she? Whence has she come? These are questions no scientist could ignore. <sighs> Excuse me. And the words she muttered, may your heart be your guiding key. And as we know, that's, um, that's uh, Apprentice Xehanort who's writing that. Sarayu says, I'm under the impression that that's why Master of Masters' name is blanked out. It only exists in unreality. Kind of like Kingdom Hearts 2 and Roxas couldn't say the word picture because it was stolen. I imagine it might be something like that. Though given Xehanort's reaction, I think we were more, it was more of a, uh, it was more just muted out for us. Oh no, we'll get to report for it, don't worry. Um, let's see. This report has me believing it's Skald. Whoa. This report has me believing it's Skald. I don't know if there's anything here we could extract out of Syx, Um Because they don't mention him here. So let's move on to... Excuse me. One second. Gonna cough out a big one. Woo! Okay. Let's see if chat's got anything. Kevin says, in Kingdom Hearts Key, they never showed where Skald landed. After using the Ark, Ephemer equals Scala, Lorium, Dwarf Woodlands, Elrena, Dwarf Woodlands, Ventus, Keyblade, Graveyard, Skald. Hmm. Yeah, you know, here's the thing, we... And man, I really could end up eating my own words here. <laughs> we can't always assume Kingdom Hearts is, like, trying to pull a fast one on us. We can't always assume Kingdom Hearts is trying to pull some major, huge twist. Just like it was obvious that Lushu was braggy, it, it very well might be obvious that Subject X is Skald. For the reasons like Kevin brought up there. Like she was deliberately left out of that. Huh. Alright. Let's read Secret Report 4. As we come up on the one hour mark. Subject's memories have not returned, and our conversations remain less than lucid. What fragments can be gleaned to evoke a bygone world? Like one out of fairy tales. As improbable as it seems, the question may not be where she has come from, but when. If she truly has crossed through time, the prospect of probing her heart is all the more compelling. My pilot studies uses, used a handful of subjects, but none possessed the fortitude to endure them. Ultimately, all suffered mental collapse. I knew it would be a heavy blow to lose a subject as unique as she. Upon discovering the tests I've been conducting, my master demanded that I cease my work immediately and destroy what research I have compiled. Worse still, I got a yawn. <sighs> Worse still, he ordered the release of my remaining subjects. She is gone. Whoa. Where is Subject X now? Has wise Master Ansem hidden her away? Whatever the case, I will not be deterred. I will take her place as the first subject in the grand experiment to come. And like uh, someone brought up earlier, that's when the split happens. I think LZ Payne brought that up. Um, but here's the crazy thing. Not really any mention of Psyx here, or Axel. So we... I don't think Ansem the Wise took her. I think Lushu took her. That would be my guess. Because Lushu is the watchful eye, right? Like, Xehanort's the one, if we're going to round this back out to Syax, I suppose. If Xehanort is the one writing those reports, 
it makes sense that there's really no mention of Syax or Axel or anything like that. Because Lushu was kind of the one keeping an eye on everybody, right? He was watching Xehanort, he's watching Sora, he's watching the Dandelions, he's kind of keeping an eye on everybody. He probably saw them befriending her, and he was probably the one to hide her away. Okay, but now that we are coming up on one hour, I want to open this up to the chat. So if you guys have any questions or have anything that you want to share regarding Syax, Isa, Subject X, uh, now's a good time to bring it up. Uh, I think there's a few other things I wanted to discuss. I want to open it up to the chat. Maybe as they come back to me, I'll be able to pull them up. But I could have sworn there was another scene I wanted to pull up and watch. But we can uh, figure that out later. M.A. says, yeah, in Secret Report 1, Subject X mentions meeting the two boys. And being taken away. You know something? Yeah, let's pull that up then. That's why I'm glad you're here, Maria. Let's pull that up. Recollections. Am I alive? I awoke in a cell alone until the researchers came with their tests and their prodding to uncover my identity. I had no answer to offer them. Four friends and a key. And you know, yeah, I don't know. Would Ava really consider all the other foretellers friends? I don't know. The more I read these reports, I'm starting to lean towards Scald. Anyway, I was simply called X. See, and this is why I think we might be being stupid. And maybe it's not subject X, but it's subject key, right? Because she's saying, I was simply called X. Have we heard anyone in the Kingdom Hearts series use the letter X or say X? No, they say key. They say key when this is used. I honestly think she might be subject key, right? Because what is she? The key to unlocking memory, the key to unlocking the past, the key to unlocking the answers. I don't know. Again, I'm going to keep saying subject X because that's the conventional thing to say, but I really think it might be subject key. Moving on. My only solace was the time I spent talking with the two boys who would visit from time to time. Obviously referencing Isa and Lee. One day, a man came to take me from the prison. I could not see him for the darkness, save that he wore an eye patch. Even now, years on, I feel no closer understanding who or what I am. May my heart be my guiding key. And yeah, I bet you that's the moment that she was taken away, period. Lushu hit her. And like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll just leave it at that. Let's uh, let's switch back over to this B-roll. Let's see, were there any other scenes that I wanted to touch or cover? Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. This one. This was one. Let's see if we can get a shot of our guy here. Let's keep that there for now. I do want to uh, go through this, but we'll wait. Let's see. Young Xehanort says the shit sigil the X to Sora and not Key. Okay, okay, I'd completely forgotten about that, so I'm glad you said that. If they have done that before. Because it was throwing me for a loop. I'm like, I'm not sure I've ever heard that. Silver Dash says there's always the possibility Subject X is from Quadratum. Her being implied a Keyblade wielder doesn't necessarily mean she's from this side of reality, right? Hmm. 
because Luke's sword seems to be from Quadratum, and Xemnas implied he is a wielder too. Huh. Well, this is why I sometimes subscribe to next-gen novelist's theory that Luke's sword could be from the master's time. Right? That Luke's sword... Knock Flugel, I think you nailed it. I like Knock Flugel's theory. I like Knock Flugel's theory. He's saying Lushu sent um, Subject X back to Ephemer's Scala. I think that could be cool. I don't know if that's the case, but I think that could be cool. But why would Lushu hide her? Is she important in the Master of Masters schemes right now? For what? Well, if I'm not mistaken, excuse me. I got like something caught in my nose, giving me an itch, but we're good. Anyway, I think he's hiding her because there's 13 darknesses, right? And the master's plan was to encase them in the foretellers, himself, and the dandelions. If I'm not mistaken, that was his full plan. That's why he made these two groups. The foretellers and dandelions were both created because they would have hearts that would be able to harbor, harbor darkness. Um, maybe he's hiding her away because people were finding out too much. Between um, Axel and Isa Syx becoming friends with her and getting buddy-buddy, and with uh, Apprentice Xehanort wanting to experiment on her, Lushu was probably like, yo, I gotta get her out of here. I thought I could hide her here. I can't hide her here. We gotta get her out. That would be my, that would be the thing I would think of. Let's see. So Apprentice Xehanort will experiment on himself and become answer of Seeker of Darkness and take the Forbidden Path. Yeah. That would explain Xehanort's mom looking pretty much just like her, a descendant, after she was sent back to that time. Yeah, and again, that's, um... And that's funny because that's actually... Pajama Let's Play is one of the people who really champion that Ava could be Subject X. And her whole reason is like, well, Ephemer and Skuld clearly repopulated Scala, which there is evidence to that, seeing as Xehanort's mom looks just like her. Um, the idea that Lushu might have pulled her away and sent her back or something? But how would he have done it? What if he used the Ark from Kingdom Hearts 1? Was the Ark from Kingdom Hearts 1 ever used? Like, am I crazy? Yeah, there you are, Silver Dash. Yeah. It was a fully functioning arc. It was a fully functioning freaking arc. There was one, there was one operate. Namura's a goddamn madman. He's a goddamn madman. It was used on Kyrie. No, it wasn't used on Kyrie. Kyrie, that happened in like the birth by sleep time. That happened in like the birth by sleep time. We're talking about the one in Kingdom Hearts 1 that's still chilling. Cody Phone says it's not what happened at all. Vexen's replica research was used to rebuild humanity. Whoa, that'd be intense. That'd be intense. Whoa. LZ Payne says Lushu put Subject X in the box and just walked past Dylan alias. <laughs> Can you imagine? Could you freaking imagine? That'd be funny. All right. Uh, I, I know we've been going in on Isa and Subject X and everything, but I did want to play this scene. This is a scene that I wanted to play earlier in the show. Uh, I just want to rip it right now. Maybe it'll come up with some ideas for us. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's let it rip. Let's pull it back. 
Yeah, we can let it go right here. Also, this song will never get old. Shion has disappeared yet again. Do we know where she is headed? It, not she, is a replica. Merely a puppet. A puppet? What does that mean, exactly? A puppet, puppet is a puppet. Talking about the replica program, isn't it obvious? The whatka? Perhaps you care to enlighten us about this pet project of yours. See, isn't that funny that, like, some of the organization members had no idea what the replica program was? And then Zigbar's just like, hey, it's the replica program! Isn't it obvious, guys? Like, really, really moving things along. Hmm. The purpose was to take a piece of the Keyblade wielder's memory and copy it, thus making his powers our own. This was one of several projects of ours being undertaken at Castle Oblivion. However, our efforts were severely derailed by Vexen's untimely demise. Needless to say, losing Vexen was not part of our plans. We were also caught off guard when this particular replica we called Shion formed an identity of its own. No one at Castle Oblivion ever reported any instance where a replica formed its own identity. I don't quite know what to make of that, but there's something there, I think. Do you concur, Axel? Whatever the puppet may decide to do, we can be certain it will no longer have an impact on our plans. Still, it knows our secrets. We need to shorten the leash, perhaps even tighten it. What exactly do you- Axel, the onus is on you to capture and bring back Shion. The escape was on your watch. And you see, again, if we're gonna go down this road, right, with Axel and Isa and Subject X, if we're gonna go down this road, seeing as like it was Axel's job, right, to go find Shion. It's always his job. He's always playing fetch to go get Shion. Kind of ironic, right? That like, you know, he wanted to forget about trying to find Subject X, but you guys get where I'm going with that. Let's keep it rolling. I will overlook any nicks or scratches. Just ensure she still functions on arrival. Why would you allow a deserter back? We should simply eradicate her. Cold. It is not a deserter. It is just a flawed specimen that has wandered out. Are we clear, Axel? I'm not sure it was this one that I wanted to show. I think Dismissed. It's a I think it's the one with, um, where... Bring her back alive. Isa and, uh, Zipar go back. All this time, I've been talking to a puppet. Poor Dennis. So now... We just sweep it up, huh? As if. This part is not approved. If only the whispers at the top carried to the bottom. <laughs> if only the whispers at the top carried to the bottom. My man. Always. Axel. Those orders were absolute. <laughs> and there we have it. Okay, let's get back to the chat here. In the secret reports, there are notes from Vexen. 
saying that there were more replicas, but they were all failures, but the Subject 9 was Riku during Chain of Memories. Oh, like Replica Riku. The iconic as if. It really is the iconic as if. And then obviously we had this scene uh, with these two, which was awesome, by the way. Like, it almost kind of feels like... It, yeah, I guess I'll play this really low. It almost kind of feels like they're almost like honorary dandelions. After all, we're oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Let me turn this up. <laughs> Get it memorized. Okay. Very peculiar here. What is it with you and picking up stray puppies? I want everybody I meet to remember me. Inside people's memories, I can live forever. Where did he learn that? Where did he learn that? That, that idea, inside people's memories, I can live forever. And is that not kind of what they're pursuing with Subject X? I'm telling you. More time goes on, the more we're going to come back to these scenes and be like, whoa. Subject X, maybe. Kai the player, dude, what's going on? That's what, that's, I don't know how long you've been here, but that's kind of, that's the drain we've been circling. I know I won't forget you. Believe me, I try all the time. That's the other thing. When, once you get to know, like, get to know the character Sykes a little more, you see he is just kind of like a, he's kind of a funny wise ass. And I hope they keep up with that. See, I'm immortal. You're obnoxious. You ready? Yeah. Do they know her by now? That's a great question. That I don't know. I don't know if they know Subject X yet. But actually, it's funny. Check this out. Check this out. The post credit scene. The post credit scene in Birth by Sleep. Or you could see them getting thrown out of the Phantom <laughs> the Wise's place. So, I, I imagine that was probably one of the first times they got in. Because they eventually apprenticed under him. So, I imagine this might be just before they met her. I think this is when they, uh, they buddy up and get some ice cream or something. But let's get back into the chat here. They're about to meet her, I think. Yeah, I think this is when the two of them meet her. Is basically around, it's kind of implied around this time, right? Because this is when shit starts to go down. Like, think about... Think about Axel's timeline in that Kingdom Hearts 3 scene. One day we met her. The next day we stormed the castle. The next day we're the apprentices. Uh, the next day he goes missing. The next day we're nobodies. The next day we do the things for Xemnas. It, it seems like it all happens so rapidly. So I imagine that we're in the point in time where they were about to meet. Let's see. This was, that was Lee's wisdom as a person. I can accept that. I, I can accept that Axel's whole, you know, memory philosophy is his own. But like, I don't know. We all, when you're that young, you learn, everything's kind of learned, you know. But who knows? They know about the sounds in the basement. Heartless. Yeah, I suppose you could say that. And uh, let me see. There was one more I wanted to cover. Was it? Nah. Hmm. This was the one. Okay, yeah, I found it. 
This one I like a lot too. Okay. I sent Axel to Castle Oblivion last night to help expedite the matter we spoke of. I also instructed him to clear out our facilities there. He should return soon. And what of Namine? Still missing, sir. Ha-ha! <laughs> where, oh, where could she be? Why, Zigbar. It almost sounds as though you know. If you haven't gone back and watched all of Zigbar's cutscenes post-Kingdom Hearts 3, I highly recommend you do. <laughs> Continue. Somebody accessed our main computer without authorization. I want to pause for one second because Will's word said something in the chat I want to address. Says, where'd you go? Where'd you go? I lost you. Axel is also changed during Castle Oblivion due to Sora. Yes, right? And again, we talked about Castle Oblivion and the Dandelions being kind of having an overlap, right? Um, gotta remember, every time Sora and Axel clash, it's not just a reunion of Sora and Roxas. Especially when we think of Chain of Memories, it's a reunion of Sora and Ventus. You know? Anyway, carrying on. Do you expect us to believe you really don't know who it was? As if. Little Poppet is turning into a problem. Nonsense. I see no problem whatsoever. Ha <laughs> Well, no. Apparently you don't. Something you find amusing? Ah, the things you hear from a guy with no heart. Woo. No matter what unfolds, our plans remain unchanged. Axel, Roxas, and Shion will play the respective roles that Kingdom Hearts has given them. But sir, Shion... Leave it be. How can you not see how perfect this is? In truth, this is more than perfect. Shion is marching right into the arms of destiny, but to destiny's own time. We need not take any more steps. All we must do is watch with caution and patience. I just like that little back and forth between uh, Zigbar and Syax. Uh, let's see. Black Red Pill 3! Dude, what's going on? Hey, Landy, I know I'm late to the stream. I'm gonna end up playing catch-up, but glad to finally catch a stream after so many months. Dude, happy to have you here. Welcome. Hope you having a, hope you enjoy it, and I uh, hope you have a good time watching. Organization always gets defeated, then always comes back. Kingdom Hearts is a story of death and rebirth. It is implied Syx knew about Riku Replica, but didn't want Axel to confirm the fact to Xemnas. You see, that's the thing about Syx too, is even though he's being, even though he can be such an ass during some of the events of these games, he really does look out for Axel and he really does play things close to the chest. At no point does he choose the organization over Axel, really. You know, I might be technically wrong about that, but I feel like even in Kingdom Hearts 3, when he was working against them, I feel like he still had his ulterior motives. That, that more closely aligned with his original vision rather than the vision of guys like Xemnas or Xehanort, you know? Let's see here. Let's catch up. Did Let's see. Want to try and catch up. LZ Payne says, Damn, Xehanort works hard. 
Let Subject X go, got rid of Ansem, made himself and other apprentices nobodies in a couple of days. Yeah, dude, he got to work. And he got to work fast. And, you know, you got it. It's worth saying, remember that Syx was chosen, right? Like, here, let me see if I can get to that scene. Let's see if we can get there. Right here, right? Imagine. Yet. To become a reality. Of all the ones they hey, chose. It's okay. I'll lower this for now while they're jabbering, but you gotta remember that in this scene, Xehanort could have picked anyone he wanted. Remember that, right? Xehanort, who has some awareness of Subject X. Yeah, I wanna get the line in there too. Which poor soul will it be? Let's see. So, right after, right after he says, Oh, this is all connected to that ancient Keyblade War, right? So which one will it be? And then he picks Syx, who's connected to Subject X. And Xehanort, knowing what he knows... Come on. Come on. You let a guy like Syx recomplete into Isa, he's going to do everything to try and find Subject X. Maybe that's something Xehanort doesn't want right now. Who knows? Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Let me catch up with the chat here. Darkness got to work, actually. Yeah. Are we sure it happens that quickly or is Axel just felt like it was? That's something I brought up too that we got to take with a grain of salt. I don't know if, if Axel means literally day after day after day. But even the sheer fact that it happened so rapidly, I think is noteworthy. But we're still unsure if that's something we can take literally. I assume Xehanort thinks Zigbar just wants the no-name Keyblade. I mean, that's the alibi he had, right? That was essentially Lushu's alibi. But then again, like Silver Dash says in the chat here, with everything that Xehanort knew, I'm sure he was well aware of some things Lushu was up to. Let's see. Da-da-da-da. Young Xehanort picked him, for he already has the sigil X on his face. And that's what's funny, is he was a traitor, right? As it's, it's like Kingdom Hearts tries to tell you there's like one traitor, but there's so many of them. Um, he was a traitor. He had his own motives. A lot of people, in the, honestly, everyone in the organization had their own motives. Except for Demix, I don't think he had any motive. Um, but that's kind of cool. A lot of the organization had their own motives the whole time. Ugh. Yeah, how did he get the X-Scar? Does anybody know? Random thing to type into Google, but I'm going to do it. How did Syx get his X-Scar? If he scarred himself, like Adonai is saying, that would be epic. But I got it right here. Let's see. Ah, oh, I see, I see. Okay, so I read something. It's not confirmed, but the idea is that he would carve that X into his forehead so that he would never forget his goal and he would never forget his mission. Just kind of interesting to think about, not going to lie. All right, keep it rolling. I hate trader stories. Wish it was not that many organization traders. You know, I don't even know if it's so much that they're traders if they were just people with their own goals and missions. You know? I think it's, it's just as much that, if anything else. 
All right. Let's see. Without Zigbar, Xehanort would have struggled to get back his memories. That's for sure. You know, I almost wonder if we'll see a reunion between Lushu and Xehanort at some point. Salutations, the hype man. What's going on, man? Can we get audio? I love young Xehanort in this scene. Uh, I can't say. I mean, I, it doesn't have anything to do with Subject X or Psyax. So unfortunately, I... I uh, don't see any need to play it, at least right now. Um, but maybe we'll play it at the end. Maybe I'll indulge and we'll play it at the end. Okay, let me put this down. X is a role the Master writes to break the contract with darkness through pieces. They are traitors to the contract. And, you know, there are a number of characters that are going to keep their X motif. You know, whether it be in their name, like Axel, Roxas, and Shion, or whether it be... Uh, actually, I don't think Saix has the scar anymore, right? As far as I'm concerned, let's see. Okay, let's see if our boy has... I th I'm pretty sure he's clean. Like, he's got a clear face now, but we're going to double check. I just want to say, everybody's post-game drip in these credit scenes is amazing. He still has it. Whoa. Let's peep it. Yeah, he still has it. Whoa. So he did... So then in theory, he would have done that to himself before he became a nobody. Here we go. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Just to be sure. Don't want to talk out of my ass. Does he have it here? No! No! Oh, that's not a lot of time. If he has this, if he has the X by the time he's a nobody, and he doesn't have it here, but he still has it at the end? I'm sorry. That basically confirms that he probably did it to himself, and that it 100% was probably so he wouldn't forget about Subject X. That's crazy to me. He still has pointy ears, too. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Um, but that's crazy to me. That's actually kind of nuts. What's the next fashion style for Cage 4, everyone? I hope it's more of what we see now. Like, I, I want that jacket. Give me that Isa drip right now. Give it to me. Give it to me. Syax is keeping the scar. I dig it. I dig it. He probably did it as a promise to save her. But, it, I mean, his eyes are clearly green. Yeah, I don't think we're talking about the eyes. Um, unless somebody in the chat was. Oh, we got a new one. Hey, what's up? Reha Taimur says, hey, first time I've probably caught a live stream since subscribing. Sorry, I don't have anything to add to the theory crafting yet, but excited to hopefully participate. Well, we're happy to have you here. And, you know, whether you have something to say or not, I'm just happy you're hanging out. You know, the jacket is fire. Not going to lie. Uh, yeah, give me the jacket. Square Enix, I'll give you the money. I'll give you the money for that jacket. Just sell it to me. What's the big deal? Maybe that's what's in the black box. Maybe in the black box is everybody's new drip. 
That's what I like to believe. That's what I like to believe. Give me the organization code. We have those. I think there's a lot of those around. You could probably fish, uh, fish out. Okay. Let me see here. The chat on my computer. You got the chat on my computer froze, but now it's back. Let's see. I'll read it off my phone. Maybe in the end, all the characters with the sigil will be gathered. Many characters still wield the X. Yeah, I have to imagine it's like an X marks the spot kind of thing. You know? I would love Yazora's drip. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. In the box, there's the Wayfinders Trio's new outfits. Yeah, I'll take that. That's, that's funny. Honestly, who knows what's in that box? Could be Ava. Could be Ava's heart. There's a part of me that thinks it might be Ava's heart. As the hype man says, Reha, Reha uh, your existence here is more than enough. So welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. I'm going to try and think if there's any other scenes I wanted to cover. Do you guys have any questions left about Isa, Subject X, even Axel, the future of Kingdom Hearts with those three in particular? Before we wrap it up. Sora shoes? What? Do the Sora shoe have next? Man, the jacket still looks good, dog. Still looks good. Let's skip back to here. Right away. Oh, this is what I like, too. I guess, let me just play this scene real quick. Is Kingdom Hearts ready? Very soon. Then I can end this charade? Indeed. Bro, we talked about it earlier. But one of the things that makes this character so great is the ability to drop the mask, right? We brought that up. And we've seen him drop the mask being a softy. But this right here, man, that is not a face we often see. That is not a face we often see from Syax. I mean, just look at him, what, two seconds before? Two seconds before, look at him. Absolute sicko, man. But that's what makes him, again, that's what makes him really fun to watch. Isis Keyblade gotta be huge. Yeah, Isis Keyblade needs to be colossal. And he's a berserker, baby. He's a tank. He's a tank. Give him a huge Keyblade. That's what I would say. Will we see new nobody types in the future? I wonder. I hope so. I hope we see nobody, more nobodies and stuff like that. Gummy Phone says, how does Isa relate to Kingdom Hearts itself as his moon element? Ooh. Ooh. And what is the Master of Masters' ambition with the same element? Isa is so key because he's a seventh organization member. Significant here. Whoa, Gummy Phone, absolutely crushing it. I'll say this. Sometimes I wonder if the Master's goal with the Kingdom Hearts moon is to bring back the original Kingdom Hearts. Right? Because remember, the Kingdom Hearts we have now is the one conjured up by the, um, the light in the hearts of children. Almost like a recreation. If I'm not mistaken, the OG Kingdom Hearts moon itself is still like locked away, or unavailable rather. Maybe Syax, Axel, and Subject X will have some part to play in that. But, you know, bringing up the moon and him being number seven... Can't ignore that. Can't ignore that. That's uh, kind of nuts. 
The Kingdom Hearts we have now is a false life light, as stated by the Master of Masters. Yeah, you know, sometimes I wonder if that's what he was referring to. And the more I think about it, it seems legit. And I imagine that what he might want to do, like, maybe he's from a time, right? Maybe he's from a time where the real Kingdom Hearts moon was up in the sky. And maybe part of what he's trying to do is bring that OG moon back. You know what I'm saying? Swallowed by the darkness. Yeah. Let's see. I think the box is an actual black box, as in that it saves the type of data. Yeah, I've seen that used before, and that maybe like the data to rebuild certain worlds is like caked within there. I could see that. What if Master Master actually manages to transform Quadratum into the Kingdom Hearts moon? I think that's part of what he's getting at. I think that's part of what he wants to do. Seriously. Sarayu says, Nort wanted to reset the world. The Massive Monsters wants to reset Kingdom Hearts itself. Ooh. Wow. You know, if we have any FF7 heads in the chat, if we have any FF7 heads in the chat, think about what Genova wants to do, right? Genova wants to summon Meteor so that the life stream will be forced to repair the planet and then Genova, by way of Sephiroth, can place themselves at the center of that crater and sort of suck up all of the life stream and all that repairing energy and sort of Genova can find a way to sort of incorporate itself into uh, the life stream itself. I almost wonder if maybe the Master is after something similar. Like if he wants to sort of, the way Genova woved herself into the life stream, maybe the Master wants to like wove himself into Kingdom Hearts and not just any Kingdom Hearts, but the real Kingdom Hearts. That's what I'm wondering. The black box has the real Kingdom Hearts in it. I, I love it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I love it. Makes me think of the Demiurge and Gnosticism. Interesting. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. You cannot see the light if the darkness isn't there in this reality. Will's word, FF7 head. I know you're an FF7 head. I know that. Kind of like Zamasu becoming part of the universe for any Dragon Ball Super fans. Exactly. Exactly, Sarayu. Kind of like when they defeated Zamasu at the end and he sort of became part of the ethereal plane, right? That's what made him so terrifying is you killed Zamasu's body, but then his soul became part of the fabric of existence itself. And there's nothing more terrifying than that. Xehanort, again, something I always bring up. The Master of Masters is just doing a lot of what Xehanort did, but to the 10th power. Maybe in the way Xehanort wanted to reset the world and lead it as a sort of dictatorial force, maybe the Master, instead of just being sort of like this, this guiding force, maybe he literally wants to become the force itself. Wove himself into Kingdom Hearts. But now I'm getting a little too... I'm getting a little too wonky and we're straying... We're straying from the original thing here. Um, but anyway, Kevin says the Master of Masters does stand on a building that in Japanese m means towards the light where he makes a heart with his hands to the moon. Yeah, and I imagine in Kingdom Hearts a lot of what you see can tell you what's going on. I imagine that heart over the moon. Absolutely, positively, no accident. All right, my boy. 
You know what's crazy, guys? The chat's lighting up so much, my app over here literally is lagging. And I have to look at my phone to keep up with you psychos. Kev says, when thinking of the Master of Masters, I find myself constantly seeing many parallels between him and Father from Full Metal Alchemist. I love how many anime references are being made in this, in this chat right now. Literally, you guys are delighting me. Um, but yeah, I see the similarities too. 100% between the two of them. LZ Payne says, Sora's mom is Master of Masters and put the dinner in the box so Sora could eat it in Kingdom Hearts 4 because he did not eat it in Kingdom Hearts 1. Can you imagine... Honestly, I'd love it if at any point in Kingdom Hearts 4, Sterlitzia is like, Sora, dinner's ready. Give me a break. Adonai says, we love your stream, big dog. Dude, I love having you guys here, man. I got to tell you, man. I, don't get me wrong. Like, when my internet was being wonky and wasn't allowing me to stream, I seriously missed you guys. And I missed doing this. I've got too many ideas. Too many. Corey Coleman says the master wants to script the narrative and the way the world works. It's a meta move, a character becoming the writer. Yeah, that's what I see. I agree with you, Corey, as I often do. I agree. That's exactly what the master may be getting at right there. Patari says, I wonder if Syx and Axel will ever return to Radiant Garden with the rest of the former organization members in Anson the Wise. Honestly, I could see them making a return, but I want Twilight Town to be their new home. Twilight Town is Axel's new home, man. You know what I mean? <coughs> so personally, I, I hope Axel and Syax stay in Twilight Town. I think, I think that's a better home for them. All right. Imagine the Kingdom Hearts 4 intro is Terlizia saying dinner is ready. Then Sora walks in and sees Zigbar at the table like not this shit again. <laughs> Oh my god. I honestly can't wait to see a lot of Sora's reactions, honestly, to all this stuff. All right. Yen Sid is related to Master of Masters. Oh boy. Or is him. I don't know about that. Yen Sid is Disney's most powerful sorcerer. Yen Sid is actually Disney spelled backwards. My name spelled backwards is Disney. How meta would it be if the master of all that happens is Disney? I think it's more likely Yen Sid is Odin if he's going to be one of these outside characters. Huh. Though I will say, I'd love to see interactions between Master of Masters and Yen Sid. Corey Coleman says, Sora is the child of destiny. Destiny, the concept, birthed him. Interesting. Merlin is equal in skill, just not a Keyblade wielder. Yeah, but we know Yen Sid used to be a Keyblade wielder, which is kind of awesome. Okay, but Merlin can reforge Keyblades. He can. Don't sleep on Merlin. Don't sleep on Merlin. Kevin Ribeiro says, I okay, I find myself constantly comparing the Darklings to the Homunculus in Fullmetal Alchemist. Maybe something in Kid Mart's missing link with this so-called Cult of Darkness. We'll see, man. And by the way... I think we can expect some missing link news soon. I think we can. I don't know. Just a gut. Just a hunch, guys. Just a hunch. Just a hunch with my gut. I, I think we can expect uh, some missing link news soon. Let me see what we got going on. Okay. Maria says, I think Master of Masters is Odin, and Odin is a vessel of the Master of Masters. Odin in Norse myth gave up his eye to gain knowledge of the universe. He also has an owl. 
I could see Odin being the master of masters. I could just see Odin being someone who isn't Odin. As weird as that sounds. Nockflugel says, don't sleep on Fairy Godmother too. Absolutely not. Don't sleep on these sickos. Rahe, oh. Reha, am I saying your name right, Reha? I hope I am. Says, even if the Twilight Gang is not as involved in the main plot in the coming saga, I really would like to see a moment or two of awkward but wholesome bonding with Saiyax and Roxas and Shion. Me too. You know, I want to see characters like, Sy like you said, Isa, Roxas, and Shion interact because I want to see them make amends. Because I think that's part of friendship too. Is And I'm sure a lot of you guys could relate to this, but like all the friends we have in this life, they didn't just start as friends. Like the friends we have, we didn't just meet them and they were our friends. Some of our friends really were our enemies at first. A lot of people we're friends with now, we thought were assholes when we first met them. But now we think they're delightful. Um, yeah. You know, I want to see more of those interactions. I also, I want to see interactions between Ansem the Wise and Naminé. I really do. I think there's something really cool you could do between the two of them. Okay. I don't usually interact with the community, but I would like to, says Dinosaur. Dinosaur, dude, you could, I mean, look, you could drop anything in the chat anytime you want. And you know what? Let me, uh, let me go grab a Discord link before we wrap up today. Because I've seen a lot of cool chat happening in the Discord. Handful of people going into these crazy theories. But you guys really are talking a lot of cool stuff uh, in the Discord. So let me go get an invite for everybody. If you haven't joined the Lodge Discord yet, uh, please consider doing so. I'll drop a link in the chat for everybody. It's a lovely place in the Lodge. Absolutely, it's the after hours. The Discord is the Landy Lodge after hours. That, that's where all the real sickos hang. Let me drop it in Twitch too in case anybody on there isn't in there yet. But yeah, I mean, look, Saix is a wild man. And he was honestly one of the most fun characters to watch uh, grow, seriously, over the course of the series. You know, uh, he started as a guy that was very abrasive, often cold, often bitter, and we didn't really have a lot of context. You know, Subject X has been around a long time now, but when we all played Kingdom Hearts 2, you know, if you're like me and you played it upon release, you had no idea what the hell a Subject X was. You didn't know. You thought this guy was just a scumbag. But then you get to know the truth. And that's the beauty of it. When you get to really know who he is, he's not such a bad guy. In fact, everything he did was because he cared about his friends. He cared about Subject X. He cared about Axel. And losing Subject X was killing him. And then losing Axel was killing him. Again, we had that phrase in the very beginning, right? Let's see. Where are you? Right here. Arrow, he's pure of heart. Unlike all of us. I know here. I brought this up in the beginning, but I'm bringing it up again. He better be, or else he's worthless. I truly hope he's enjoying himself on his adventure. That whole line he has, by the way, it's coming. Maybe he'd like a hand I don't want to accidentally skip over it, but it is coming. Where he talks about what happens when somebody loses their purpose. I think it's this one. I think it's this one. Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you know what happens to those who lose their true purpose? Inevitably, they destroy themselves. And again, I just want to bring up the beautiful writing. And yes, motherfuckers, I will sit here and tell you Kingdom Hearts is beautiful writing, because it is. Anyway, um, the beautiful part of that is right there in that moment, he's, I know I'm repeating myself from earlier, but I'm going to do it. 
He's talking about Axel, but in the end, it ends up being about himself. And I just think that's, again, beautiful. Because again, that's, that's, tw- that's, that's a de- decade plus of storytelling. Really took its time. Lodge, what will be the next character stream about? The next character-driven stream is going to be about Axel, and we're going to have a very special guest um, for the Axel episode. That will be, I can actually tell you when that guys will be, unless me and the guests have to reschedule, we're going to be doing the Axel podcast on Monday the 20th. So still, Blake Husky says, Landy, you still on? Hell yeah. Yeah, no, we're coming up on the end, but uh, we are still hanging out. We're chilling. <coughs> Silver Dash says, preach. I adore Kingdom Hearts writing. Knock Lugel says, get these mofos, Landy. Yeah, man, listen, I, um, I, I listen, I, there's one thing you guys can trust is that when you come here, I'm always going to tell you what I mean. And I'll tell you what I mean. I think Kingdom Hearts' storytelling is among the best in gaming history. And that is a, uh, that's a hill I will die on. Because not many games can keep a narrative going for 20 plus years. And not many games can still keep their diehard audience engaged after 20 plus years. And not many stories can keep their audiences talking endlessly like Kingdom Hearts can. There's just so much going to it. Don't get me wrong, it has its weak points. There are times the dialogue can be weak and a little cringy, but overall the writing, absolutely superb, if you ask me. No cap, yeah, I see it. A lot to chew on in this episode. There is a lot to chew on. We went over a lot. Okay, let's see. Should definitely do a Yazora vs. Ravis Box Fleuray video. It would be amazing. Uh, I think someone might have done that. I'll have to check, but if no one's done that, I might. I might. Okay. It do be beautiful. Holy concur. Well, thank you, Reha. Anyway, um, here we are at the hour and 45 minute mark. I will read one more chat. That hair flip, though. <laughs> I don't think you meant mine. Probably. <laughs> probably Syx's. But anyway, um, uh, I am actually going to end the episode here. Um, this was an awesome one, everybody. I really had a great time. Uh, Syx is one of those characters where, you know, growing up, I never really paid a lot of attention to him. But now that I'm a grown-ass man, uh, there are even times I identify with him in some ways, you know? And I think he's one of the best written characters in the whole series. Seriously. I think he's one of the best written characters in the series. I think it makes Kingdom Hearts 2 fun to go back to. I think it especially makes 358 over 2 days fun to go back to. Um, He's a great character. And, you know, you don't need to be a main character to be a good character. And you don't need to be a main character to have an impact. And I think Syax, Isa, however you want to refer to him, I think he's a great example to that. So before we wrap up, if you are hanging out with us on Twitch... Please stick around for the raid. We're going to raid Kitties and Middies. She's streaming Persona 5 Royal. I see we have a chat here from Strider Ryuki. I'll read this before we sign off. Says, loving the Kingdom Hearts writing and the connections it makes with each new game. Questions are answered, but also gives rise to more questions to help make more connections. And that's why we love it. There it is. There it is. Way to put a cherry on it, Strider Ryuki. We're going to wrap up here. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. It's been real. We'll see you on the next one. Got a lot more content coming your way. Marluxia video coming tomorrow, most likely. Got a Saturday stream and plenty more to come. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. May your heart be your guiding key. And peace out.